Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is our last podcast of 2016. Dun, dun, dun. The year that was a bit of a stinker for what all the people Every, that died, I guess. Everyone. <laughs> Let's just wrap David Attenborough in bubble wrap for like the duration of 2017. Well, let's just, so there's still about a week and a half left of this year when we've recorded this podcast. He might die between now oh and then. Oh my God. Can you imagine I've just said that? If he does, it's your fault. No. Hasn't that happened? It's the whoever's bubble wrap fault. He was on bubble wrap duty. He did not put enough layers. Well, they might have suffocated him. Oh. I swear that's happened before on this podcast. Haven't we mentioned people and they die like a week later? I don't think we've got that much influence. Are we? No. Are we <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the Twilight Zone. Rory, are we like, secretly the girl from The Ring? Maybe. Oh well, I'm not the girl from The Ring. <laughs> you might be. <coughs> anyway, uh, I'm Alex and uh, still alive is Rory Powers. Yeah, still kicking. And Alicia, you're still alive as well, I think. I am staying alive. Like that song. Who sang it? Bee Gees. Uh, Bee Gees. Uh, Come who on. Who sang it? Oh. Who sang it? I never I thought I'd be the one on the podcast being like, youngsters, don't know the Bee Gees. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm sorry. They've never, I've never paid attention to the singer on SingStar. It, it, well, oh my god, that's even worse. <laughs> like, forget about where all of the songs came from. It's just that it's not on yeah. SingStar. It's like, oh my god. That's like someone like saying like, oh, like a famous guitar track. You're like, oh yeah, wasn't that in Guitar Hero 3? He's yeah. like, oh god. I jest, I jest, I needle. Are you sure? You I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't actually know it was the beat. Anyway, <laughs> let's forget about 2016 and yeah. let's focus our efforts on 2017, mm. which currently is looking like it's going to be a pretty good uh, year for games, movies and TV. It's going to be awesome. Like, I feel like 2016 was really good as well, but we'll, we'll cover that in our review show. But... Well, we don't know who's going to die in 2017. No, we don't. We don't. Uh, I reckon the... It's been a long time coming. I you reckon think you're going to die. die. Yeah. Why do you? How do you think you're going to go out? Oh, that's a good idea. I think my heart's just going to explode like one day. Like I'll just have like an energy <laughs> drink and a coffee one morning, and you'll be like morning meeting, and you look over, and I'm just, just my chest is just exploding. Uh, as long like, as it I'm actually explodes anyway. and doesn't just stop. Oh yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, 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 Involved. Otherwise, it's just a waste of a chest. Can you just make sure you move away from your desk, though? Because I'll need to use that monitor <laughs> and stuff for other people. For other people, once, yeah. Once you've gone. You don't want them coming in for interviews no. and you be like, "Don't just ignore this. Just ignore <laughs> like <laughs> minutes. If you can make it to the bathroom, that would be much. Oh, appreciated. okay, yeah. Thank okay. you. <laughs> if you see me running towards the toilet, yeah. then you know what's happening. Combusting halfway <laughs> down the corridor. <laughs> as long as it's over sales, I don't. Who cares? Who yeah, cares? yeah. Is there a problem? Um, so um, we're going to go through some of our personal highlights for mm -hmm. 2017. What we're looking forward to most. So Rory, I'm going to go to you first. What about movies? Uh, in terms of so movies, I've talked about this very special movie that's coming up before in the podcast, and that is the Power Rangers movie. Uh, uh, that, that perfectly <laughs> encapsulates you. In I a single, know. In I know. Movie. You said this when you're looking at uh, like my running order list for everything I'm looking forward to. And it's like that's basically just you mm. in objects. I swear, you still think you're like 12 years old. No, no. Power Rangers was like 14. Come oh, on, okay, you got to right. get it right. Um, Does it feel weird when everyone says the word Power Rangers? Like when someone says, start saying, "Oh, I'm gonna go watch Power." Do you like sit up and go, oh, "My name," and then they say, "This is Rangers," and you're like, oh, "No." Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if lots of people go, "I'm gonna go and sit, go and, sit and watch Powers," that would be yeah, weird. that would be a bit. <laughs> Weird. Just a circle Everyone of people like, waiting for how him does to, he do it to combust? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that should be a live stream. How long till Rory dies? Like a big death clock. Yeah, but what happened <laughs> then? That, it could go on forever. It could. It could. But again, could be any day now. We could bet. We could. We could take a bet. Uh, email in your bets. When do you think I'm going to die? 
What's the email? Uh, at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN. Good. This is absolutely Deadpool's origin story. Are we seeing the origin story of Captain Deadpool? Captain, Captain Powers. Powers. Captain Powers. Um, yeah, I don't think I've actually talked about this movie since the trailer came out. Um, which, if you guys haven't seen it yet, you should check it out. It's on YouTube. And that just solidified all of my expectations. It looks dark. It looks serious. It looks mature. It looks exciting. The cast looks fantastic. Does I'm, it actually... Is it all of those things? Because I could not give... Have you shits. not seen the, tr the trailer? I've never okay. seen a single episode oh, wow. of Power Rangers. Oh, I should. Stop. So obviously, like, no, no, don't think about trying to get me into it. Oh, <laughs> Alex, I have some recommendations. <laughs> so you got In Space, you've got Dino Squad, you've got no. Um, basically, it looks like they've done what everyone wants people to do when they adapt like a childhood fan favorite, which is it's matured along with the audience who used to watch it. Right. So it's not as goofy as like. Like the uh, Ninja Turtles. Turtles movies, yeah, yeah, like that. So it looks actually really mature and quite okay. dark. Um, I quite enjoyed the first Turtles movie. I, I see. see I only sequel. saw the second one. Right, I've not seen it. It was. It was all right. Mm. It was all so right. when you say dark, are we talking yeah. like Christopher Nolan Dark Knight? No, because at its heart, or... you know, it's still like okay. like a Marvel kind of superhero movie. Um, but for example, it's so Power Rangers for Christ's sake. Well, that's it. You kind of have to take like the seriousness with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because um, uh, obviously, so in the first one, basically it's. Uh, this superpower called uh, Zordon and he needs to find teenagers with attitude to become the Power Rangers. And that's kind of like, he gets these like cool like group of kids that then go off and fight crime. But in this one, it seems like it's actual, like I think like one of them's a criminal, one of them's like bullied at school. Like it's a really oh, okay. dark, like realistic thing. We're talking like attitude as in the like attitude rather yeah. than I've got attitude. Yeah, well, that's what it was originally. It was just like, come on, gang, we could do this together kind of uh, vibes. And that's now what makes bit... me think of you. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> could like be... Cheery face. How many Power Rangers are there? Uh, there are, oh my gosh, there's red, blue, yellow, pink. Do they not have and names? And then there's totally no, more. Then you got the Black Ranger, the White Ranger. Well, they do have... They're just called like Red Ranger. What... You so I, I could imagine you as a Power Ranger, but what color would you be? Oh, red, obviously, Jason. Well, there's already a red. Yeah, well, I would be him. It's me. This is me out of suit right now. You realize <laughs> that, that right? Doesn't make any sense. You need to be a new color. I'd like you to be a All rainbow ranger. All the colors are ranger. taken. You need to be a ranger. Can you... <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds amazing. Yeah. Can you be like indigo? They, they've had they've had some weird ones. They have white ranger, which now that the I'm saying it sounds a bit Donald ranger. Trumpy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, let's just... stick with rainbow ranger. <laughs> rainbow yeah. ranger. Yeah. The rainbow it's rainbow ranger. It just looks really, really cool. And I think as long as it slots into that kind of like Marvel style where it's like a good adaptation of a childhood favorite, I think it's, it's going to be Marvel, awesome. It's not Marvel though, is it? It's not Marvel. Who actually, is it Nickelodeon? It's, no, it's, um, it's like the, the company that originally I think was involved with the production of the show, which is I think Sabian Films. Oh my gosh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah it's something right, quite obscure, right. but maybe, they, maybe it's like uh, Lionsgate or someone as well, like teaming up with them. Right. Um, but it looks great. I'm very looking awesome. forward to that. And if you haven't seen the trailer, you should definitely check it cool. out. Cool, I'm actually going to check it out. Like, after you said Yeah, I'll send it to you guys yeah. after this, definitely. I might watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep pinging you and be like, "Hey, Alex! Hey, Alex! Are you watch it, yet? Alex! Him. Alex! Well, there's yeah. nothing. <laughs> there's nothing on my list that I can make force you to watch that you probably haven't seen already. 
What's the film that you're looking most forward to, Alex? Well, I wasn't until uh, I saw the IMAX thing of Dunkirk. That Dude, was I'm, so I'm, good. I'm so at the same place you were. Hang on a minute. It's my choice. Sorry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to <laughs> back at me again. Because the, um, the trailer, I thought, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting. But mm. the IMAX presentation, which showed... Uh, I don't think it was a continuous piece of footage. No, was it looked it? like no, it had been chopped. It must up. have been yeah. chopped. Yeah. But my God, that looked incredible. And the tension was just, it was. oh my God. So like, for the guys listening, we went and saw Rogue One on Friday as a team. Mm-hmm. And one of the trailers for the, the film was like Dunkirk. And it was just, I mean, how long did it go on for? It was like a couple three minutes. minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it was like quite a long minutes. time. It was a really long, and it was just the scene of like leading up to Dunkirk, oh, so following the guys on the boats, a guy, like some guys who had a guy on a stretcher who was wounded, Tom Hardy with full on Bane mask, yep. like flying, flying in the air, Spitfire. having like a bit of a dog fight. And it's all leading up to like, the, and it was so tense. It was really tense. Cause there was like, it's almost like, it's in the trailer as well. It feels like a ticking clock yes. that kind of accelerates as you, you sort of reach the finale. And obviously you don't see anything in this part of the footage. Cause as soon as something happens, it cuts to the Dunkirk logo. Mm-hmm. But again, I think like Nolan is a, a master at kind of creating those sort of like atmospheres. Absolutely. And I think it's going to probably be quite a depressing watch, but at the same time, I, mm-hmm. I cannot wait. It's funny. Cause it's the same thing that you said where they released the trailer that I think was just available on YouTube yeah. and I actually thought it was kind of dull yeah. and I thought like from the footage we saw I was like this looks like it all takes place in the one scene which was a con at the time yeah. um, I just really wasn't that interested at all and as soon as we saw that IMAX yeah, yeah. one again it would all look like it was in the same scene but suddenly I was like that's fine. I want it to be this like well, one like, moment. When you're like, seeing is... it on the screen that size, like when you're in yeah. the Spitfire tracking down like the Messerschmitt and stuff like that, it was like, oh my God, that looks amazing. Oh, incredible. I just think it, it was such a brave trailer and the bravery of that trailer has made me more excited for the movie because yep. surely that's a sign that they're going to tell this story. And it's a story yeah. we all know. We all mm. know the Battle of Dunkirk. But there was... I know very a, little about it, so I'm quite excited. Well, then it'll be, it'll be an interesting film to go see. But like, there's a realism there and a grittiness there. And it was so brave in the fact that there was very little music. You know, it was... I think music is always used in films as an extra way to tell a story and try and influence your emotion and how you, how you feel as you enter a scene. Whereas actually by stripping it away and just having it on the pure events of what was happening in the lead up to the battle and the actors and how emotionally they were responding to these situations. Mm. It made it a really, this, th- like, this is a really dark tale being told. Yeah, and the, yeah. the purity of that telling in the trailer gives me hope for how it's gonna tell it. There wasn't the a single yeah. inception. I know. No. Could you imagine if it started amazing. with like, in a world where mm. Tom Hardy's a pilot. And just like a t- <laughs> total like then, super cheesy version of that trailer. Goes, I am Dunkirk's reckoning. <laughs> that was your bane? That was my bane. Oh my god, that was terrible. Was <laughs> oh my god. I can do, oh, we don't have it. If you have a, um, a mug, you can do a really good bane. But if, also, if you like cup your thing. So oh, like, really? No. You went up in the darkness. I was born in it. That's not a bad bane. Mm. No? Coming from Yoda <laughs> over there. Well, What's giggling at? But that's it. Like, only do it if you can do it. I did. Well, I d- <laughs> okay, go on, Alex. I'm not doing it because I, I didn't say that I can do it. Uh, okay, All right. but now you like we'll, so never, we'll never know. I've got self-respect. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Ah, oh, unbelievable. 
Well, the film I'm most looking forward to next year is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Also previewed before Mm. um, Rogue One. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that... I I mean, there's literally only one reason I'm looking forward to it, really. And that's that's Baby Groot, who I now have a Funko Pop on my desk for. And I adore him. And I look at him and gaze love him. Can I be real with you guys for a second? Oh, no. What? I don't care for Baby Groot. (gasps) Fair enough. I don't care for him. I know, I'm sorry, just does nothing for me. I liked Big Groot. I thought Baby Groot was cute in that little scene. But now it's like every time I see Guardians, like Baby Groot had more screen time than like Star-Lord. I'm like, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I, like, I want to know yeah, what's going on. That's in the... not going to be the case in the final film. I know. Well, well, I wouldn't have thought so. But like even that whole scene with the button, I was oh, just but like. Oh, such a good scene. Oh, it was funny. Come on. It was I all right. Because I'd not seen that trailer before. Really? No. I don't know. I just, I don't want him to be overplayed. Like, yeah. I still want it because yeah, he was like a small part of that, I agree. and I don't want it to be like huge no, big scenes. It, with, like, well, I, I might be completely wrong, but I I think that's a good way of getting in an audience that didn't care about Guardians One. Yeah, is just by having something like that funny, you know, a little yeah. bit out there. Yeah, because everybody else like us who like the first movie, we'll go and see it anyway, right? Yeah, mm. so I guess like I, my fear for that was it looked like in the scene he had some really important object that could change the outcome of something, yeah. and I, mean, I just don't want yeah. that to be like like a Jar Jar Binks thing where he ends up doing something like tripping over or something and winning no. a fight or something really cheesy like oh. that. We don't, I'd rather we don't be really Star-Lord know. and Marvel like all those guys. Marvel are pretty good at yeah. doing that kind of thing and making it funny but not like painful. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I really also, hope so. on the subject of Star-Lord, mm. I had a realization the other day. I was singing in the shower, as you do, and I was singing the... I'm a mother from Star Lord. You know that song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Dun, dun. And I came out, and my housemate was like, Alicia, are you, are you singing like that, that, that song? The, the, the Star? And I was like, Yeah, Star Lord. And he was like, It's Star Boy, which has completely changed. Apparently, the lyrics go, I'm a mother from Star Boy. All I've ever it's seen. Not, it's not Star. And I think that they should change it to Star Lord and have that as the official soundtrack for. Was that song by the Bee Gees? Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it was in SingStar 2. <laughs> Sing Star 2 <laughs> was, yeah. Daft Punk yeah. with the Bee Gees. But no, I mean, the other, the, the main reason, I really, I really love Guardians of the Galaxy as a Marvel kind of franchise. I'm super invested in the characters and I'm really interested to see in this year when we've had like Doctor Strange and the world is expanding and I'm wondering whether we're going to see a little bit of crossover at the end of this movie and like, I'm just really interested to see whether they're going to take that story. Yeah what they're going to do with the characters I think it'll be really interesting I think it's going to be great yeah like, I think it's honestly, going to be a really good Marvel that film. universe and those characters are just such a good team mm. there's something kind of like electric about it absolutely it's hard to kind of go wrong if you just keep them on that line mm-hmm. so unless they change anything drastically yeah. I'm just ready for them to do the same thing all over again like really I can't wait yeah yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Well, and also they've got Spider-Man coming out next year mm-hmm. which oh God, which oh, I'm yeah. so excited for can't Basically, wait it's not like, on my list but films with Young boys in. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Did that come out right? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling her how it is, Rory. That's it. Right. Spider-Man's not young. Well, he's quite young. Yeah. Of course he is. The Power Rangers are like, like 18, 17. That's not a young boy. That's what you're into, <laughs> is it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. This is not painting me in a good picture. Wow. Yeah. Especially because earlier you referred to me as the Rainbow Ranger. So oh, look, you're digging your own hole. I'm not doing actually Champion doing anything. Champion of diversity. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Homecoming. But I'm see uh, Spider-Man. I think well, I'm sure people will love it. But I'm personally more looking forward to Logan. 
because yeah. I think that is, yeah. I believe it's, um, I've forgotten his name. The, who's the guy that plays Wolverine? It's oh, completely um, gone. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, of course. He's a huge That's Jackman. L- amazing. That's how I remember him. Huge jacked man. It's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> um, I think it's his last uh, play as Wolverine, isn't yeah. it? It but looks like Batman Logan. It looks properly uh, dark and mm. moody. And, and it's a story that we, it's a type of story that we don't often see in the superhero universe, like in terms of the level of darkness and grittiness and kind of lost soulness that we mm. seem to be getting from the trailer whereas Spider-Man Homecoming I think will be brilliant and I'll definitely yeah, go see but it for but we reasons. have seen that story so many times mm. and I know it's slightly before you know he's a teenager very much in high school and like you know he's not working as a journalist or anything yet but like it's still we've seen that origin story played out many yeah. times on screen whereas this is almost the opposite of an origin story this is old man Logan this is at mm. the end of his existence as a superhero we need more old man films yeah. Just people coming to the end of their lives. <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? Like old Avengers, like them all just in a yeah. like home together. Being They're like all geriatric. Like the yeah. last mission. Yeah. Well, not quite Tony that Stark old. would have like the best wheelchair with like yeah. jetpack things That would be amazing. Captain America just doesn't like what the country's become. He's like, I remember when this country was good. What else movie-wise are you interested in, Rory? Or is that your movie? That's my one? only one. Is it? Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to a lot, but I wanted to focus on Power Rangers. Mm. That's my most anticipated. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> the only other one for me is obviously Star Wars Episode Eight mm. because I didn't particularly like Rogue One that much. No, I me think we're all in the okay. same boat. It's weird, though, because I feel like as a team, we weren't massively enamored with Rogue One. Like, we were like, oh, it's all right. My entire Facebook timeline But my timeline like, and my Twitter feed is like, what is happening? My whole Twitter feed are people just saying how incredible yeah. it is. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I I'm feel missing like something. I watched, no. I, I feel like I need to go back and watch it a second time because I clearly... Yeah missed something so i agree i feel like i want uh, i should do but i don't actually feel like it yeah. which is a really weird kind of like after episode uh, seven i was like oh my god i've got to watch it again straight mm. away yeah and i think i did i watched it three times in the first week and and i know it wasn't the greatest film ever made but for me it felt like a homecoming for star wars yeah. and it had all of the kind of uh, the highs that i wanted and the lows and it had the crawl and the music and it I felt agree. like a proper star really wars film it. and i had no way i appreciate why this didn't have any of that but I just didn't feel as invested in it. But anyway, that's... It's like seven is like a three-course meal and it just leaves you totally full at the end. And I felt like Rogue One was like waiting a long time to get your main yeah. course and then just eating yeah. it and it's yeah. over. You're like, okay, I, know that, I know that this isn't a discussion about Rogue One in terms of yeah. review, but for me it was to do with the characters and mm. the relationships between them and the the way that they kind of grew and who you meant to invest in. I did not care. I literally did mm. not care. No. For, considering that it was a story about a suicide mission, yeah. like I was not invested in any of the characters or their stories or the main character. Yeah. So. And even like, you know, when Vader came back on screen, like when I first saw Luke Skywalker at the end of Force Awakens, I was like, yeah! yeah. And he turns around yeah, and it's just absolutely. like amazing. And then Vader, was, he had some good bits, but I wasn't yeah. like, Okay. I mean, that bit in the corridor where it's dark and then his lightsaber yeah. comes. I mean, that was like, that was oh, awesome. it's so good. But it's not the same. And and like, you know, for episode eight, I really want to know what happens with Kylo Ren next and Rey and yeah. all those characters. Mm. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where yeah. that story goes. Yeah, I totally care about them. Um, oh, and so, it, obviously it goes without saying, but episode eight, oh my God, I'm going to be there day one. Yeah. Being very excited. That's going to be magic. So, really is there a date for that yet? Or is it still kind of... I believe it's December. But okay. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there is It'll a specific the date. That's a really... I hope they continue up. Because I like Christmas, like Star Wars Christmas movies. That's yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah, I, 
I kind of agree with that, but equally, like with Marvel, you're like, I wanted earlier. <laughs> well, I think I think there is a danger of overdoing it, and mm. I think, like for me, I'm really excited about like obviously episode seven, episode eight, and episode nine. And um, is it the Han Solo movie? I think is going to be the yeah, one that's the in between one. eight and nine. Like apprehensive, I guess, because it's a Star Wars movie without being a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at least this has got the free reign to go off and be a little bit more carefree mm. because it's you know there is a distance between when that is set and when yeah. you know all the others. Are it's set. not like it's going to be like Han Solo no. right before no. A New Hope or something like that. It'll no. be its own total independent thing. And you might have like a, a young Chewbacca. That would be cool. That would be well, cool. Like, 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 like baby Groot. Like, <laughs> baby Groot Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Just like walking around. That'd be so cute. Like a little teddy bear. Oh, I'm into cool. that. I'm into that definitely. I'm well into that. Yeah. What about, uh, before we go on to games, let's talk about TV shows. You sure? Yes. Right. Cool. Because we've got lots of games. We've got lots yeah, of games as a gaming podcast. You, have, you don't have any? No, I do. Oh, you do? Otherwise, it would be the shortest discussion. <laughs> yeah. Right, so uh, I'm going to start off with Game of Thrones. Okay. So a new season for that will start in April, because mm-hmm. that's pretty much when it always starts. Now, not last season, but the season before, I was, uh, well, listen to the podcast, will know that I was pretty much done with that show. Yeah, I remember. Because it was just too much, too, like, it was too graphic for the sake of it. And the end of the last season was just exceptional with, obviously, the... Um, Spoiler alert! What, episode nine? I can't remember what it's called, but the big fight against... Battle of the Bastards. Ramsay. Oh, yes. That was just one of the best pieces best of, bits TV of TV yeah. ever. ever. The ever amount seen. of gift material that's come from that episode yeah. is testimony. <laughs> but, like, I've never cared so much about like again the outcome of a fight and obviously they've built up for, like when like Joffrey it was was done that over. was satisfying it was satisfying but yeah. not to the same level as because no. yes. you wanted someone to beat his face in yeah. poison wasn't uh, enough you just wanted like yeah, yeah. and also Joffrey died so in the arms of his mother going Joffrey I love you no he yeah. died in love whereas like there was nothing you, you nice want it like you wanted, like, yeah. yeah. Eaten by a Absolutely. dragon, Eaten burnt by a dragon. And it's a similar feeling to, are you guys up to speed on Walking Dead? Mm. No. Uh, no, I'm episode five. Right, okay. But, like, again, <laughs> Episode not... five, season one. Yeah. <laughs> Little behind. <laughs> yeah. No, no, on the, on the current season. I've had to really work at this season. Um, but, but obviously, you, I want something bad to happen to Negan. Yeah. But I don't yeah. want it to be quick. But I also, I really, I do like Negan. Negan is... I really enjoy watching him. Mm. I, I think he's been the best thing about this current season. Like the the episode, or well, the mid-season finale is good. Mm, yeah, I need to get to that. Um, I, obviously, I won't say anything. So I'm excited for that. Um, but like Game of Thrones, like that is a show that always delivers. Um, mm. Except season five. I forget which one. The yeah. bad one. Is it? I I'm think not... we were both on this podcast saying how we would never go back yeah. to it. Oh, it was, but, but like, I can't. So like, some, some episodes in this uh, Walking Dead are absolutely abysmal. Oh my god! Was it episode yeah. three or four? I've oh heard, my god! Yes. I've heard a couple of people just like stop watching. They're like, it's too gross. Yeah. It's too weird. It's more. It's like... just so sad. Like so. <sighs> and I, I know. It's, why do you want that relent- in your life? Just relentlessly. You, for, 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 Let's go watch Power Rangers, guys! Come on. You get a glimpse of optimism that lasts an episode, and then it all goes to shit again. Oh god. God. Mm. That's kind of what like that pattern is for the show. When I was watching it, was like find somewhere safe, everyone's happy for a little bit, and then it all goes but to that trash. That I didn't yeah. mind. That I didn't mind because I feel like that would be the pattern of living in the apocalypse. I feel like it's a constant struggle for survival, and it would be a seesaw between okay, we found safety, and 
oh crap, let's get moving, our butts are about to be eaten. Mm. But like with this episode, this season, it's not, it's been a process of like, the attrition has happened, now they're at rock bottom and it's what it's like to live under the boot of someone else. And so there isn't any hope or give and that's just a really emotionally draining story. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can he's, watch um, he's a nasty piece of work. Yeah. Do you think in a zombie apocalypse, this studio would be a good place to camp out? Because he has like a key code on the door so yeah. people won't be able to get in. Like if you can get food from like Tesco downstairs, I think it could work for a while. I mean, I've also got an image though. Cause we've got <laughs> Just that thinking, there's a lot of games. We've got a lot of games to but play. But we've also got, got that like, massive- You could live in VR <laughs> for a while, like run through the meadows and things. But like, so you're saying live in this room, but also go outside. Cause that kind of defeats the object, right? <laughs> go outside and grab supplies and then run back. Where, where, where are you going to go to the down. toilet? Uh, the we'll have to make a call. <laughs> yeah, in the video <laughs> I won't have the mic on or anything. You right. won't be able to. You won't be able to hear anything. I don't like the fact that we've got a massive glass wall, though. I feel like that's that's saying if we ever end up having a wave of zombies come in, I do not want to look at that VR booth or like the the sound booth. Yeah. And see like zombies going. We'll put up a curtain. Just pretend like <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Stick <laughs> <laughs> on the Oculus and just uh, pretend you're in a field somewhere. Um, and other TV show is like obviously there'll be a new season of Westworld I yes. don't feel like I particularly need another I don't, is would that be 2017 I think it's coming in 2018 oh, yeah. a season of Westworld oh, okay. yeah I think it's because I, I, I haven't heard anything about like moving into production yeah, or development I'm, I'm yet I'm pretty sure right, I, I read still. 2018 um, but also I don't feel like I actually need another Westworld I heard a lot of people that say that they're kind of like I don't know where they're going to pick it up I'm just here. happy with that unless yeah. they're going to do something obviously they showed off a little bit the Samurai world well, and things a, like that. Well, apparently, yeah. apparently yeah. season two is going to focus more on uh, where, like how they were created. So the actual mm. process of creating a host. Because we really actually know very little about that. Mm. We've seen Ooh, the machines careful. moving. Okay. Well, I still haven't without, finished without, it. Without, without spoilers, like, we've, okay. we know, we've only, we've, we've seen like the, even like that opening, you know, the credits and stuff, you yeah. see the thing being yeah. dipped in and the logo in like the circle of the kind of Da Vinci man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've not actually seen any of that, so we're going to see that in season two. And the tone is going to be different, whereas this one's been more about control. Next season is going to be more about... A rom-com. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Man and a robot. <laughs> Will they get together? <clears throat> Nothing happens. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I'm looking forward to is Narco season three. Yeah. Have you finished season two? I haven't two? Fi finished season two oh, yet. I find sakes. it... Have you it's, finished it? I've never watched an episode. God, it's a great damn. show. It's a great, great show. show. But I find it hard because I usually like to do things while I'm watching shows. And because it's subtitled, you pretty much have to give well, it Why like, don't you watch it? That's the whole point of it. I'm I'm part of a generation. I'm a multi-screen generation. I need to be doing like three things at one time. <laughs> no, you don't deserve to watch it. Then. I really don't. No. I really don't. I'm like playing like In Mario fact, Run. I'm I like checking my emails. I forbid like you to show. finish watching it. Oh okay. my gosh. I'm totally seeing like Alex Simmons' dad coming out. But like, um, but you don't the deserve point? to watch it. You are forbidden. But the fact is like, uh, it's got subtitles, so I can't, you know, do something at the same time. That's not how I said it. But that's essentially what you're saying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I, I... It's really, really good. But something happens at the end of season two, which means season three is going to have to be dramatically different. And I don't know what they're going to do or how they're going to go back. Right. Because it's been renewed for season three and four. And <clears throat> it comes to a very natural close at the end of season two. So you think they're going to force it? Or are you still looking forward to where they're going to go? Well, I, I, I really like the characters that they're in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do. And I think the writing's great. And um, 
you know, again, it's I don't know how much kind of artistic license they've taken with the story because I don't actually know how much truth is in there or not. Um, but it's just brilliantly kind of the tempo of it's fantastic and some of the stuff that happens is just like you know this happened in real life yeah mm. it's crazy it's one of those shows that when I was watching it you kind of like watch an episode and then Wikipedia like or like Google that, exactly what it so, happens so afterwards. I avoided doing that completely because I didn't know oh, how you, you'll, gonna... you'll see the end yeah essentially yeah, so yeah, I didn't yeah. do that until afterwards yeah yeah that, like I need to get back into that show it's on Netflix isn't it uh, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I should finish um, season two. So I'm interested to see where they go with that and whether cool. they can sus sustain that momentum. Should awesome. we move on to games? Let's move on to games. Let's do it. Man. I uh, got tons of games. I got tons of games. Well, so, well, top of my list is a little game called Horizon Zero Dawn, which I am so excited for, and I was really worried about it as well simultaneously because I was kind of like, I'm. I'm so invested in the idea of it. I've really loved all the preview kind of trailers and stuff, but we hadn't actually played it. Are we allowed to talk about playing it? Yeah. Like great, Well, because well, cool. it was playable at Eurogamer. Yep, great, cool. So then we actually finally got um, to play a, a at unit. Eurogamer. Yep, <laughs> we, got, we got a unit in and we all, we all uh, played one of the missions and it was just everything that I hoped for. And I don't feel like it was overhyped. Like being able to just leap on the back of a mechanical like bull thing and just race it around this is that something you've always wanted something. to do because you can do that. You really have mechanical, mechanical bulls, bulls in the real world, world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've been to e3 have so, you been to the oh saddle run i've totally been to the saddle run right, there you go <laughs> <laughs> That's a bar in every, in LA. Every E3 year, for all the games journalists go to. Like jet lagged English people jump on the back <laughs> of a mechanical ball. And now you can do it and just pretend to be Aloy, and it'll have a whole extra layer of fun. There you Won't go. that be great? Right, you're so, super so, excited to go to E3 with me next year. I am. Be I've there. never been on the ball. I'm never going on the ball. Rory, this is our mission for 2017. Get yeah, Alex on the ball. Get Alex on the ball. It's not going to happen. If you won't do a Bean, Bean impression, I don't think it's going to be gonna, hard. Don't think he's we'll see how many shots of tequila it'll take. Well, I, I won't drink the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell, let him know the plan oh, beforehand. Yeah, Why don't you so just special. drink this bottle of water, yeah. Alex? <laughs> <laughs> that tastes it's funny. funny. Would you like some salt and lime with that water? Basically, get a bit of a hypnol in my drink or something. It's got dark. But Horizon Zero Dawn, like, I, you know, it's. I think it brings this kind of idea of open world gameplay that we've seen like loads, but it adds this new element in bringing two different time frames. I'm really interested in this world that's taken place years after the apocalypse, this idea of machines running around. Who made the machines? I have so many questions about yeah. how, where they've come from, like whether they're, and then we've got this idea of corrupted machines that are going around. That seems to be like part of the story, but also like who Aloy is, you know, her story seems to be very muddled, where she exists within her tribe. Who runs this tribe? What is the system? Like, I'm just really- That's a lot of questions. It's, it's, like, a lot of I, have, questions. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot I'm of questions. I'm getting stressed. Should we just play Rocket League? Exactly. <laughs> 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 who made these cars? Where did the ball come from? <laughs> what just happened to the goal? <laughs> What's their training schedule? Like, do they see their families often? What about the time? Oh no, no. You dedicate your life to Rocket League when you become oh, a driver. God, like, wow. <laughs> It's going to be great. And it launches on 1st of March 2017, which is actually a few days earlier than we thought it was going to come. I, I have, being honest, not a lot of interest in this game. Mm -hmm. 
partly because I think I've been around it for so long and I've heard so much and seen so much for mm. a very long time that it's kind of like dulled off. Yeah, that's fair. So my interest is going to come from people like you and our readers and people on the internet mm. that will rave about it. Mm. And um, I'm genuinely looking forward to being surprised and getting in interested in it. Yeah. But at yeah. the minute just looks like a game. Like so what are you excited about? I'll tell you what I'm excited about, <laughs> Alex. I am excited about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Is that I the never saw cue, that coming. Cue the Zelda music. I know, who could have guessed? Um, that's my most anticipated game for a very long time. Right. Anytime I see new gameplay footage or just anything, any new details, I just immediately, like I'll watch it over three times to try and find out little like secrets and Easter eggs. Have you played it yet? Yeah, I got to play it for an hour. Right. And it was the so best. So you played thing. the same thing that I played at E3, probably? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was that like the first, timed like. timed demo. Yeah, that timed demo, yeah. which they allowed me to take the timer off for. So oh, I could really? roam about. I didn't get to go around any extra areas, but you, I was just allowed to yeah, play for like a straight, like, yeah. hour without, like, having to reset the clock yeah, or anything yeah. like that. That was annoying because it also it didn't tell you how much time you had left. It, it was just faded. It was just faded out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I played about an hour of it. And it is just everything I want a Zelda game to be. Really? And now there's there's um, Nintendo making a huge announcement that you can like see parts of it that are linked to I think it's the original Zelda game, where it's like structures and places in that are now like been like reimagined, but they're all like destroyed and wrecked and rubble. Oh, so there might be ties really cool. to the first Zelda game. That's really cool. Because obviously you got Hyrule, but it's kind of in ruin, and there's this technology. Hyrule ruin. Am nice. I right? Nice. All right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's going to be on the Nintendo Switch, which is one of the consoles that I'm looking forward to uh, next year, especially with the leaked patent that it might be able to be used as a VR headset, which is insanely cool. That's awesome. Like, it doesn't need it. But it's like an extra, it's like extra add-on. Because I'm going to get a Switch. Yeah. So if they're like, oh, and also you can pay like 50 pounds and get a headset, and now you have a VR headset. Isn't it only 720p? Uh, no, it's 1080, uh, I believe. I, well, I think it's 720p for VR. I'm sure I saw that. Really? I thought it halved its resolution because obviously. One, yeah, with the motion one, tracking one per in eyeball. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I might be wrong, but I thought I read yeah. that. But also, that is just patent. It's not confirmed for anything. I'm not dirtying my it. eyes with 720p. Dirtying your eyes? What's the PSVR? <laughs> is it not 720? No, it's higher no, than that. It's higher than that? that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. And anyway, I'm joking. I just don't <laughs> feel like Switch needs VR. Because yeah. its whole setting point is that you play it home, you pick it up, you play it wherever you... That to me, I'm sold. I don't need VR layered on top of that and everything else. But if you're happy, I'm, well, I'm you happy. Well, you know, I'm, I'm it's, happy. it's trying to do the whole hybrid home console on the go. And I can see why they're at least experimenting with the idea of VR. Because we've seen portable VR in the sense of the Samsung Galaxy gear and also home console VR in terms of like mm. PSVR and all of that. And so as a hybrid, they clearly just want to put their ball in both parks. In every court. In every court. Literally, I was every just going to say, yeah, put, the, put their ball in both parks. I was like, is that a phrase? <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm thinking like knocking something out the ballpark, and then also right. mixing in the oh core. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to put my ball in many parks for punning. Right, because balls and parks is a bit public. public speaker kind of. Uh, As your rainbow get some trench coat vibes. <laughs> you, like, you like to dunk your ball in. Many... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> As the Rainbow Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Rory Powers, the Rainbow Ranger. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with that. I'm cutting all of this from the podcast. I, I, no, please don't, because I really want people to write in and, and draw. Send our uh, Rory Powers, the Rainbow Ranger. 
Or just red. Red's good if you just want to stick with red. No, That's no, cool. Rainbow no, Ranger. No, Rainbow Ranger. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Breath of the Wild, Nintendo Switch, that's the game and console. So you won't play that on Wii U, you'll play it on Switch. I want to play it on the system it's going to perform best on, which yeah. I feel like is going to be the Switch. PS4. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so wait for uh, PS4, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's my number one. So you're going to be my buying a Switch day one. Day one, and then Breath of the Wild, which apparently isn't going to be ready for the Switch launch anymore. It's going to be even further down the line. So Is that right? Yeah, it got uh. delayed again. Which kind of sucks because I don't want to get a Switch. And I'm like, well, I can play. What are you going to play? Yeah. All these like emulated Nintendo 64 mm. games, which actually sounds pretty cool. But you don't want that. So you want, why you buy a brand new, new console? Exactly. You yeah. want like launch titles. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they'll have some like hiding in the wings. They've already got a bunch of like third party support and stuff with like Skyrim and things, which I know is a bit outdated. But what I knew he was going to give me that look. I know he's going to give me that look. That makes no sense. Skyrim on the go, though. On the go. Like, but still. there's there's rumors <coughs> they might have um, um, uh, FromSoft giving them uh, Dark Souls as an IP right. as well, which would be really cool because then like Dark Souls on the go, that would be incredible. You want a brand new Mario or a brand new Zelda for a new Nintendo launch? Yes. that's what you want. One which, judging from the trailer, it looks like they're gonna have at least a brand new Mario because you saw gameplay footage. But a proper proper Mario, not yeah. a like a little. I think that one's 3D. It's not like yeah, it's not like Mario Bros. Yeah, Super World Five or something like that. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Mario Run, by the way. It's awesome. I have an Android phone, so I've not been able to play it. Can I please try yours at lunch? Yes. Because I actually genuinely want to try it Yes, out. you can. It's super fun. Um, but yes, that's the game I'm looking forward to. Well, one of the games. Well, the only game that really uh, matters next year is God of War. That mm. game is going to punch your faces in and pull out your windpipes and then just suck your blood and yes. I don't, I don't, I don't want to play this game. It sounds, what? sounds I do. That detrimental sounds great. to my health. In a good way. Oh. Yeah. Like, have you played God of War? I, I have, yes. Which I, know. I, I, I All saw of them? the. No, the most recent one. Uh, Ascension. Yes. The. the I've never the been massively so into that. Well, that's the thing. That's yeah. my. like. I was like, ah. It's not great. It was okay. It was I've okay. never but played it. But I did really, really like what we saw of the new one. At E3. It looks amazing. That's I why. That, yeah, it, look, it looked really, really good and very, very pretty. Yeah. I saw a great video of, you know, in that, that trailer where it's basically. Uh, he's wrestling the monster and he's telling the yeah. kid to take the shot. Mm. Uh, someone cut it together so that when the kid like is pulling back the arrow and lets it go, they added in Ruga Waga Tekiwo Crew and the arrow goes flying and hits uh, the guy. To talk about Overwatch. Sorry, no Overwatch, no Overwatch no. talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, the trailer looked amazing. I remember like that first bit where they're kind of walking through mm. the the forest together, yeah. and you're just like, this is magic. Like yeah. this is actual magic. It looks like incredible. when they showed that at E3 the whole of the stage was kind of lit in the sort of same colors. Oh my and gosh. they cut it almost like a, um, a sort of theater production mm. with like the trees there and snow and stuff like oh, that. Wow. It, like literally it was magical. That's so um, cool. But then it was backed up by, you know, the game looks yeah. really, really looks, solid. Looks awesome. Gorgeous. Um, and I guess similar to kind of like, Maybe it's the thing, like, why I'm looking forward to Logan is, like, old man, mm. son, and, um, or, or sibling, child. Sorry. When are you going to take your son out hunting? <laughs> hunting trolls well, in the so, forest? Like, he's probably, you know, at 20 months, he's a bit young at the minute. Fit but young. as soon as he can hold a sniper rifle, we'll be out <laughs> like, shooting deer and stuff. You're going to do, like, the Spartan thing where you send him out into the woods and he has to come back with, like, a wolf pelt. And then you're like, okay, now you can be no. my son. I'll <laughs> probably just send him up to, like, the Tesco garage to go and get me, like, a, a, <laughs> yeah, a, like, a southern a chicken pasta ball. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get me a double decker and give me change out this quid, then you're all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is him at like. 
It'd be like Frogger for him. You want to try and navigate across yeah, the road. Yeah, across the road. Do you think? Do you think they'll make a game on that? On about the, me the qu- sending the my child off P to get a double decker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would totally play that game. That would be amazing. adorable. <laughs> I just, and nobody gets back. And he's bought me like a, a fun size one rather than like the duo <laughs> where you get two and it's like, God damn, <laughs> go back. <laughs> I would just love it if at the, the start it's like a shot of your kid and it pans to the shadows and then Alex Simmons just emerges and everyone in the crowd is like, yeah, yeah it's him, it's, it's Alex. Alex. It's like, the God of War. <laughs> God of Boar, maybe. Oh. I don't need your sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> But that game looks amazing. It I know does we've look had, good. We haven't really seen anything since they showed at E3. Mm. Um, I don't even think they've said it's coming out next year. Oh. But uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be Sony's big game for yeah. Christmas next year. Either yeah. way, we'll get new information on it this year. Definitely. And, you know, presumably it'll be running in 4K and mm. all of that gorgeous beautifulness. Oh, I sat at gosh, my PS yeah. Pro at the weekend. Mm. You have a PS Pro? I've got a PS Pro. Yes, you bought a PS Pro and Ooh. a 4K TV. I what? I know, uh, right? I flogged a liver on eBay and I regret nothing. Oh my God. Mm. I was hoping to get a PS4 in the new year, but I might just, I'm budget power, so I'm going to get like the cheapest one I can get refurbished that was like recovered from a crime scene or something. They're not that expensive. They're, what? They're still like 100 and... Or 200 pounds? Well, they're 199. But again, that's when, a lot of money but, to me. But when you get a flash sale, like how much were they? Was it 150? 150. And I missed it. I missed it yeah. at every store. So I just got to keep my eyes out. Let me know. Tweet at me if you see any cheap PlayStations. <laughs> um, I'm going to start getting a lot of tweets. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing to have tweeted at you. Yeah. Cheap yeah. PS4 yeah. Good. Keep it up. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's yeah, that's the the sort of first game that I thought actually I'll play that in 4K, even mm-hmm. though I don't have a pro at home and I don't have a 4K TV. I mean, I don't have my 4K TV yet. It's oh, actually this is going out on the 30th, isn't it? My 4K TV might be arriving today in the future. <laughs> I think Amazon said it's being delivered between the 30th and the 5th. So that's well, exciting. that's a long time to wait. Yeah. I know. Do you have to be home? I, I mean, it's going to be a slight issue because I think I'm not home at New Year, but it'll be fine. I can't go through the letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a big problem. It'll be fine. It'll be so fine. See, one <laughs> problem with 4K is that, uh, and again, this is going slightly off topic, I still... Doesn't make a difference? <laughs> well, but there's not enough um, consistency in terms of like what mm. I want, what I really want. <laughs> Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> Is uh, an OLED TV, and they're super expensive and massive. Yes, and they are. They're so, like two grand. So when they become standardised mm. and affordable, then I'll go for that. But then there'll be something else. There's always something else. There's always, we'll never else. be happy. I know. But like, that. I've been gaming on my PlayStation Four with like, you know, like a Celsius. You know, that cheap brand of TVs that no Why one's ever heard that of. Celsius. Well, like, I was going to say, Celsius, I've never heard of it. And it's like really, really small, and it, you know, it's worked for ages. But I'm actually like, I've always been a massive console gamer. Mm. I bloody love PlayStation, and I was just kind of like, you know what? Completely treat myself. Actually, set up a proper, you know, gaming platform, and um, why not? I was caught up in Black Friday madness and je ne regrette rien. Well, I think that's the, the fair enough. TV I have is that giant one that we were going to bin when we moved office. And I was like, I'll take it. Oh, Did you really cool. take it? Yeah, I've got it in my room. That is massive. It is so, so big. it's a 55-inch Sony that we got when, gosh, IGN like almost first started in the UK. So it would have been like 2007 maybe. Yeah. 
It's so big. It's like, like a 55-inch TV these days is quite light and thin yeah. bezel. This has got it's like a, a massive thick glass frame, frame around it. Two people to carry. It's huge. And How had, did you get that home? Oh, my God. It was a whole day of just trying to get this home. I had By to like, yourself? Uh, no, I had some friends. Okay. But even still, it was an absolute nightmare. And even now, like it's way too big for my room. It's yeah, so stupid it looking. It takes up like a whole <laughs> corner. And you can't even like see all of it. Have you mounted it on the wall? Or? No, it's just on a desk. Like leaning <laughs> against like a wall, like I can't even lift it myself. Like it's insanely. Big. I didn't realize you'd take it. It's that. stupidly big. Right. But again, I was using a tiny TV before, yeah. and it was gonna get binned. Yeah. So I was like, I can't yeah. let a TV yeah. get binned. Well, that's I'll, fair. I'll you were thinking it. of the environment. I was, yeah, mm -hmm. very selfless. Absolutely. Very selfless. At the time, man. that was the cutting edge TV. Yeah, but now it's just it, well, well, it cuts through anything. <laughs> it's just yeah, basically, so yeah. heavy. But yeah. I mean, like. Part of the reason why I bought this PS4 Pro and stuff is I know that we've been trying VR in the office and mm. we completely ran like VR Worlds and Batman Arkham VR and all of that we've been doing and we, you know, it's ran fine. Mm. But uh, loads of the games that I'm looking forward to next year, there's loads of virtual reality games that I'm really excited to try. And I think I'd like to see what they run like on a PlayStation Pro and whether the technology really does make a difference. Like, um, have you guys seen like Paranormal Activity is one of the games that's coming out next year. And, and I know that I'm really bad with horror games yeah. in VR. How are you looking forward to I'm this? I'm looking forward to watching other people play it. Oh, okay. So like, that's the thing that I really love about virtual reality gaming. Like I'm gonna take the PS4 Pro home for Christmas, the PS4 Pro, the PSVR home for Christmas. Yeah. And the reason is, is because I'm so excited to introduce my parents to like virtual reality and just that pure joy you get from setting up a headset and putting someone in for the first time. Yeah. I'll get a similar amount of sadistic joy from watching someone play Paranormal Activity VR yeah. while I sit at the side and watch. And there's just, there's loads <coughs> of like bridge crews coming out. Um, and Farpoint, have you guys seen anything on Farpoint? Well, only the stuff that they showed at, uh, at E3. E3, yeah. Like, I'm really intrigued about it as a virtual reality game. For anyone who's not heard of it, it's like a it's a first-person shooter mm. set on an alien planet, um, and the the main theme of it is survive and explore. But it, they've created this peripheral. It's it's PSVR only, and they've worked with PlayStation to create this. I think it's called the PSVR Aim Control or something, right. and it's a special peripheral that's shaped as a gun and it allows one-to-one -one tracking. Mm. So when you, as you aim in real life, you aim in the game. So it's literally having this gun that you can kind of, having this real sense of reality in virtual reality as, as you move around. I think that'll be really interesting because first person shooters, when you play them normally on a controller, you know, you're moving the joystick and stuff and mm. actually to have that real feeling of aiming well, the, um, at an alien. What was the, the on PlayStation Worlds or PSVR Worlds, yeah. the heist thing yeah. that yeah. had? Like you could duck down and shoot people yeah. with the, the move controls. It wasn't particularly accurate. Absolutely. But it felt like you could line up the sights and fire. And how amazing did that feel? Like that scene, mm. we've talked about it before on the podcast, but you know, when you're going on the M25 and like blasting out and like blasting. So but good. like you'll be doing that with Farpoint as an example of the technology, yeah. but with like an actual gun-shaped peripheral with a trigger, like there'll be something, I'm I'm really intrigued just to see how that will play yeah. out. And I know it is a gimmick, but I'm still excited for it. How How's the movement controlled in that? Is it like, have you got free movement like you would in an FPS or is it on rails? 
from what I've seen in the trailer, you are moving. It's not like cinematic. I don't actually know how that movement yeah. is controlled. Because that, that is the my... big thing of like makes everybody sick because you've got absolutely. Yeah. Apparently, it's it's fine with um, Resi Seven. You because you can change it between like leap movements or just walking using the controller. Right. And like Gav and Dan and everyone that played in VR and everyone I've heard is like, yeah, it's fine. Like you don't get motion sick. Right. You just get sick from the content. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that's mm. just something that we'll get used to or games will have yeah. it stabilized and look good enough that it doesn't make people feel sick. Yeah. Hopefully. That, that is my one worry though for games like Farpoint is a really good example in that we're getting this realistic idea of aim and shoot and kind of duck when you duck physically you can duck and physically like hide behind an object in vr and that's really yeah. cool but it all kind of means nothing if the basics of movement like you are always going to be limited to like a certain field you can't mm. actually physically walk around and ha have any of you guys seen those um omnidirectional treadmill oh yeah yeah oh that, yeah all the syllables in the name catchiest title ever but like those crazy things and yeah. just like the ways people are trying to invent so that you can feel like you're running around and I don't understand why you would do that dude I'm so up for that I'm yeah. absolutely of course you are that. that'd be amazing imagine like Skyrim but you're an omnidirectional treadmill in VR yeah. like, oh, your next objective oh. is 8.4 miles away oh. <laughs> burn some calories that's great go on an adventure oh it'd be amazing I'm so excited that's and then so also cool. if it's up a mountain I want it to sort of go <laughs> like that. Ramp, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, <laughs> the amount of people that would have heart attacks like in their VR the headsets. Yeah. To make it harder. That, that would be really cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I'm, but I'm then that's, that's just reality. Yeah. So why would you want that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think like VR, like if you had like proper gloves that could sense your fingers. In, like Minority Report. But like, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But like I was playing X-Wing um, with my niece and nephew. And like he wanted to press the buttons with his hands, but obviously it doesn't work like that. You have to kind of look to the controller and then press. But imagine if you could doot, pull up the targeting, you'd be a bang, yeah, bang, bang, bang. yeah, that would be cool. That really annoys me actually. With um, we've talked about it on our VR special, but the the main thing I find with VR at the moment is the idea of there's no like. It's a really complex thing to do, but you know, if you want to put something down on a table or like do, your your hand will like go through the table. There's mm. like, you know, there's that. The barriers aren't there in VR yeah. and like yeah. just that idea of and it can be really hard like we were doing we've got the Oculus in the office and last week I was doing a demo and like I'd try and push things and it wasn't accurate enough so you'd yeah. have to like try three times to, like hit a button and yeah. just once that kind of technology has been improved and refined and we get to the point where yeah. like you say the idea of gloves would be amazing yeah. like to actually physically have your hands yeah um, and see your fingers move. Yeah, I think that's, that would be the kind of the next step. So I think the, the technology is interesting. I don't think it's quite there yet. Yeah, absolutely. But there's something absolutely delicious about mm. watching it grow and like experimenting with it. And, and I think that'll be really fascinating in 2017 that like we can be a part of this movement as yeah. VR grows and like see it kind of go into toddler phase. That's really exciting. If there's enough games coming out for it, I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. Like, or will it die I've, out? I've had a weekend of playing PSVR, which is great, but I don't really feel the need to kind of go and buy one or, you know, that's it. I've, yeah. I've had my fill. So, um, I mean, with, with like 
Arkham VR, that oh. would be like an example for me of a game that totally would keep me coming back for more because I've played it through Why once, though? I've completed it, but I want to go back because it's got all those levels of secrets and stuff in it and you want to like see every nook and cranny of the world. And actually when you go online and you look at um, the videos of the amount of Easter eggs that are in it and like mm. there's so many hidden surprises. I think once, at the moment we're approaching VR game development from a very pure technological perspective of like, what can you do? Oh, we'll create this peripheral that'll go in like first person shooters or we'll do this and there'll be this experience and you can do open world and how are we gonna do movement? Mm, do we do teleporting mm. or doing this? Whereas actually Arkham VR was one of the first gameplay experiences where they, I really felt like they thought we wanna create a game, a game that works in VR. Mm. So it's a Batman game, but we're gonna focus on the detective side rather than the beat em up side. And we're gonna make it a proper game. So we're gonna include hidden things, mm. secrets, you know, collectibles, <coughs> this idea of exploring every nook and cranny of it. And I think the where, as soon as developers start approaching game development in VR as game development, mm. that's gonna be really interesting. And we'll see more of that next year. But again, it's that sort of, um the problem they've got is that for it to succeed, they need a large install base to make sure that people definitely go and buy it. Like, mm -hmm. will we see another Arkham thing or is that, that they've done their bit for it now? Do you mean install bases in people who have People will go and buy I, I think games. I don't think it's going to be games that is going to pull people into VR technology. I think people will discover VR gaming through other places. So like for instance, mm. uh, next year we're going to see Sky Sports VR is going to be introduced. So Sky is coming up with an app where you can, they've already experimented I think with uh, Formula One and Tour de France and boxing matches and they've just filmed a VR promo with David Beckham and this idea of you can experience in your living room like the games that you're watching on screen and matches and stuff from your couch. Yeah. And I think non-gamers are going to like think of that and go, oh that sounds really interesting. Mm. I might get like a cheaper headset or you know whatever or they might fork out like being realistic yeah VR porn porn the porn industry is going to massively get people interested in the idea of owning a headset and so all these people coming in whether it's sports or whatever like you, I think you'd have to really start. like pornography to, to, to spend then like splash out no but like <laughs> like <laughs> on, um, on a headset like taking it super seriously but like splash <laughs> out just got that. <laughs> but like, think about it. The, in, if you look back at some of the biggest technological leaps we've had in the last couple of decades, like the internet, one of the biggest uptakes of the internet, like the reason it it comes back to like the proliferation of porn through Sure, answers. but like, but for that then, but then you've also got 3D, like loads of people invested in 3D, Sky invested in 3D, didn't really take off. And that's just kind of folded. But now. I think that also And I worry that Yes, I think there are enough uses for it, but mm. bringing it back to games, if you are rock steady, mm -hmm. you will need to have a guaranteed return uh, on something to create. And, and by, ha by investing in VR, mm -hmm. you're looking at a subset of a subset of a subset, basically, especially if you're focusing on a single VR platform yeah. rather than yeah. across yeah, everything. And I don't know if there's enough return there. Mm at the minute or whether it actually gets to that point for people to have the freedom to you know, come mm. up with creatively interesting things. I completely agree with you. I, I think that it's a subset of a subset of a subset mm. at the moment and there isn't that base right now, but that I think that it is going to shift in 2017. Because I think with what's, I think what's really unique phones, about, though. but what's unique about VR, which it doesn't have with, with 3D, 
3D technology was ridiculously expensive. Like it, if you wanted a 3D TV, you were talking like thousands of pounds, and it really at wasn't at the beginning. Yes, at the beginning, yes. But that's but that's what you're you need for Oculus or Vive. Well, but no, because you've got Samsung Gear VR, you've got Google Cardboard. Yes. there are but, like lower range. But we're talking completely about different things here. Like I'm talking about like Batman. Mm -hmm which you'll only get on a gaming console. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I think VR through phones and tablets and stuff yeah. will be commonplace yeah. because people already have those. Yeah. I don't think people will invest in actual hardware to mm -hmm. the tune of 300 to 600 quid. Yeah. But I think that there will be games on Google Cardboard, on Samsung Galaxy mm. Gear VR, that will get people interested in the idea of VR gaming. And that'll keep the interest there for as the cost of VR comes down, because it will come down. You know, by the end of Moore's Law means that it just absolutely will in the next couple of years. So by the time that's come down, people might start going, oh, actually, it's only like 150. 200 quid for a PSVR, well, <coughs> less than that, like, you know, it'll be cheaper yeah. and they might kind but of But again, go, okay, to get we'll to that point, that. there needs to be, that, that the hardware needs to sustain the development process for it. Mm. And that, so over the next year, I don't know if there's enough coming out on the VR platforms for it to get to a year's time or two years time or three years time where the technology is so commonplace that mm. they can bring out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, like, it's, it's a really rickety bridge. It could yeah. absolutely collapse. Yeah. Um, but I've, I don't know. My gut I've got a good feeling is that about it. I don't think it's going to be around in the next three years. That's really interesting. I think it will be used in other ways. I've said it before. Like mm -hmm. I think it would in really enhance like Disney rides, like Star Tours, for example. Yeah. The the uh, X Wing is already better than Star Tours. Mm -hmm. So imagine combining virtual reality with a hydraulic platform where you're actually moving, or it's a, a proper 4D experience. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. So I could I can see VR being used in some shape or form in like theme parks. I just I'm not sure it's going to be around in front rooms. That's interesting. Please. I completely am with you on the challenges, but my gut is that the games industry will find a way. It's all about I think money. if um, it's all about money. If the Switch do their VR headset, I think that could be a bit of a game changer in a similar way that the Wii was a game changer. Because yeah. if you think about it, if people have the Switch and Nintendo go, oh, if you buy this headset, you can you know play all these like VR <coughs> games and because it's Nintendo. That's a company that's investing in its own like VR experiences. And yeah. that's a much more accessible bridge than people being like, oh, you have a PlayStation. If you spend 200 pounds, we might have some games coming out later yeah. on. Nintendo will be like... But they'll still need to develop those VR games or experience for Switch. It's not... And that's the thing. It's yeah. like, it's additional work and quite a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And what's that going to be paid for? Is it Nintendo will probably sling down a bunch of money at the beginning. Same with PlayStation. I'm mm. sure that they've subsidized development yeah, for PS4 sure right. games. But at some point, that money is going to run out. Mm -hmm. And so it will have to rely on people buying enough VR games. Mm. And there aren't that many out there that I buy day one. And also, the ones that are out there are just ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we'll see. Um, any other games for 2017? Yes, I've got one more. Go on then. One more each, and then we'll quickly go to and uh, really feedback. even though you said that God of War was the only one that matters, there is another one that matters. Yeah. 
And that is Red Dead Redemption Ooh, 2. Oh, yeah, of Released course. 2017. Man, I'm so excited for this game. I actually... It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. I was really disappointed from the, like, reveal trailers. I know that's kind of Rockstar style, like they did with GTA when they did the environment video for yeah. GTA 5. But I was kind of hoping for a bit more narrative stuff, because obviously... It's too early. It's a year out. But still, even like just seeing John Marston or his gang or some of the towns again, that would be enough. <coughs> All I would need is like one voice line from John Marston. You'll I'd get be like, that. set. I bet I'm you'll set. get that. Next trailer. Uh, but yeah, I just I can't wait. They're, like people are speculating. They think it might be um, a prequel where it's like John Marston and his gang that he usually mm. used to go around with before he, you know, turns straight. And just, I'm so excited to see, like, to just get back in that world as well because I'd never really played a cowboy game before mm. the no. first uh, Red Dead Redemption. And it just changed the way I looked at games and open worlds and, yeah. like, NPCs. Yeah, because, like, again, I've never really played it. Yeah. Uh, the first one, played it a little bit. So I'm hugely <sighs> excited because I think... You know, obviously now is a really good time for a cowboy game to come out. Yeah, with the yeah. Of Westworld and everything. But I think um, I've just got faith in Rockstar's development because mm -hmm. I think they're quite unlike anybody else, and that they've got the freedom to go and do make a great game and finish it when it's ready. Mm. And yeah, still sell bucket loads enough to fund the next. I guess when you've got Grand Theft Auto up your sleeve, you're in a kind of fortunate position. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I think they've left it for a really good time. Yeah. Like the longer they've left it, it just feels like the passion behind this game is brewing and brewing. Mm. And then you know the some well, of the it. six, so it'll be seven years. Yeah. between games, that's a long time. Man, that does that it doesn't feel like seven an years. Awful long time. But like, like very different from Last Guardian, it's for not, example. It's not yeah. been like, in development for seven years though. Well, that's it? when the last game came out. I don't yeah. know when. But like you know, it's a separate studio from um, Rockstar North. So you would assume that you know they would e they would have started thinking about it even before yeah. Red Dead Redemption came out. But probably th yeah. the difference, I guess, it is, is that that feels like that was always part of the plan, rather yeah. than like it's going to come out in 2000, 2015, 16, 17. Yeah. Always yeah. felt like that was the plan. So I know they haven't been pushing it back or anything <coughs> like that. And, I, <coughs> and that does worry me about um, Death Stranding, because we've seen so much of. Well, conceptually about that game already. I know. I, I have no idea when that, that game is going to come out. I know. I, I'm really <sighs> concerned. Like what you were saying about Horizon Zero Dawn, how you're not excited for it because yeah. you feel like you've seen so much of it. I feel like we could get Death Stranding fatigue by the time it comes out. I, uh, I, I don't get Death Stranding. If that was anyone else and not Kojima, would anyone give a crap? No, but like, that's it why looks I care. so no, but, weird. No, it looks like... I, I'm not massively, like, I've never been a, like, super into the Metal Gear Solid games. Yes. Like, I'm not a super Kojima fan, but I'm really excited for Death Stranding from what I've seen conceptually so far. Like, yeah. I think I, I'm very interested by it, but I'm also a little bit apprehensive that it's, we're seeing so much when, like, he spent this all 2016 looking for an engine. Yeah. Like, he's not yeah. even began production on it. Um, they yeah. made their office rooms in the engine as well, though. Did you see that? He tweeted about it. Really? Like, the office room at Kojima oh, Productions. Did, yeah. They had that. They've remade it in the engine, and then they put the tank inside the office and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. You've got to love Kojima oh, for that kind of stuff. He'd be really fun. I gotta to work see with. some gameplay. I gotta see yeah. some well, gameplay. You ain't gonna see that. You're not gonna see that. For I know. Ages, I though. know. Just more weird ass trailers. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, Red Dead Two. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, the only other one I was gonna mention is uh, Crackdown Three because I love the original Crackdown, and mm -hmm. I think that to me will be a game that benefits from the power of mm -hmm. Scorpio 
because mm. um, obviously it's 4K, all that kind of malarkey, mm-hmm. but um, the whole city that you're able to blow up and you know properly have uh, an environment that you can change on the fly, that sounds incredible. I love yeah. lots, lots of games kind of promise that. Crackdown uh, and Joe played quite an extended demo of it, I think at Gamescom or anywhere, somewhere, and he said it was amazing. But I think with the additional development time they've had with Scorpio, I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah, mm. definitely. Did you play the first one? Uh, I played it at a friend's house. I never actually owned it myself, but it was fun. Oh, like, I don't like, think it has it dated well. Uh, probably not, but like, um, <laughs> what it did, like, because I didn't really, I couldn't tell you what happened in the missions. Yeah, like, no, me not neither. Not interested about that. But you had all the collectibles, so you basically explored the city looking for like jump power-ups and fighting power-ups. But the jump power-ups were amazing because it got to a point where I could just jump from building to building like Incredible Hulk style. And that nice. was a faster way of getting around the city than getting in a car and driving. Yeah, and that was cool. And so I'm interested to see how much of that, that they do as well. Cool. Because it was all like, I don't know, whether it was like neuro enhancements or, or like mech. But yeah, it was, it was cool. Like cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Looking cool. forward to that. Uh, my last one is Outlast 2 just because I really, really enjoyed playing the first one, the demo that, that horror game? we played. Yeah. But you hate horror games. You have a lot of horror, horror recommendations for games that you're probably never going to play. No, I will definitely play Outlast 2. Uh, when I say that I hate horror games, I, I hate and will not play VR horror games, but really enjoy watching other people watch mm. uh, play right. them. With horror games, I will play normal horror games. I'll just throw the controller quite a lot. <laughs> Oh but so I'm really excited for Outlast 2 because uh, right. I really like that. I really, really enjoyed the first game. Um, I'm intrigued to see where the story goes, and like I don't, I don't know loads about it yet, and I'm just kind of intrigued to discover it. And it's, I think it's going to be out. Uh, they've not got a proper release date yet. It's going to be sometime in 2017. Fair so yeah, I want to find out a bit more about it. There you go. Fair enough. Right, should we go through uh, some of the feedback, feedback that we've got? Let's go around in a circle. Mm. Last time. Yeah, because we asked, we asked our listeners yes. uh, what you're most looking forward to in 2017 from the world of film, games, or TV. Yes, and so a uh, long-time listener, but first time of writing in is Chris Tilly. <laughs> who? Uh, I don't who's, know. Who Chris, could that Chris, be? Chris Tilly? Chris Tilly. Uh, anyway, he's, he, the movies he's most looking forward to is, is Train Spotting 2. Uh-huh. John Wick 2. That is a good shout. Yeah, The original John Wick, John Wick was amazing. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Baby Driver. Now, I don't know what Baby, baby Driver is. Driver. What's Baby Driver? I don't know. Is it like... Sounds like the sequel Dale's... to like Baby's Day is Out. It, is right? it, it's yeah, a taxi. Dale's having a Is child, it Dale's actually. origin story? Oh my gosh, yeah, Baby Driver. <laughs> Editing videos at his little desk. Um, <coughs> excuse me, episode eight and Mute, which is uh, Duncan Jones's new film. And Joe went on the set of that um, recently. This is yeah. a really, really good list. Thank it's you. almost as if Chris Tilly... Has good taste yeah. in movies. It's almost as if Tilly's done TV before. What do you think about a job in an online uh, film journalism <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next up, we've got Tom Oliver, who says, Fallout 4 in VR to see if it's actually going to work or not. Which very much nicely links into everything that we were saying about yep. kind of whether we can start seeing massive games working in the VR world. My gut is that Fallout 4 will not work that well because like I said with Batman after <coughs> VR, the reason it worked is because they created an entirely new game. They didn't try and get like Design for Arkham. That yeah, they didn't yeah. try and say like, oh, let's make Arkham City and PSVR. They said, let's make an entirely new experience and yeah. that worked really well. I think Fallout 4 in VR is going to be really tricky to make work. Yeah. 
Uh, Elliot O'Neill says he's looking forward to the early year films as they're usually all the Oscar contenders, particularly Hacksaw Ridge, which I've seen the trailer for, and it does look incredible. I'm really excited about that one. Uh, Plus Wonder Woman to see if DC will ever get it right. I hope so. Me too. I, I, I have high expectations for that one. It looks it looks good, good um, but DC need to sort of prove that they can actually not make something, something garbage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And Power Rangers. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Elliot. I know Rory is going to be super excited for that. Aww, yes, I am. He yes, knows I you am, well. <laughs> Would you want to pick up the next one because that's aimed at you as well? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it is. I didn't even mention that on my list. Um, how do I pronounce this guy's name? Arjun Tahim. I think so. Mm-hmm. Arjun Tahim. Uh, Rick and Morty might return, and after watching it on Netflix, it's reminded me of why I liked it. Such a good show. If you haven't seen Rick and Morty, definitely check it out. Season 1 and 2 are on Netflix right now. I've always liked Spider-Man, so seeing a new one in the MCU will be interesting, and I hope they don't play up Tony Stark too much. How do you guys feel about that? Have you seen you've seen him in the new one? Um, yeah. I mean, Tony Stark has never been my favorite. I kind of like Avengers. I kind of like him maybe filling in that role of Uncle Ben. Of like you know, mentor. where it's like, yeah, yeah. like older. Yeah. Like that you could get in. some kind of like awkward I'm relationships. Like, that's, fair, actually. Yeah. that's fair. I'm intrieved. Yeah, that's I think that could that, be really that's a twist on his character. I'm, I think it'll be I'm fun definitely to more Team Stark than Team Cat. Okay, I, that's just so wrong on so many levels. Team Cap, Team Cap, uh, I can't get into it now, I can't get into it now. Um, I could go for another Mass Effect 2, as there's been enough time between them, but I hope it has a different feel rather than Mass Effect with a different yeah, crew. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, Mass Effect Andromeda, I really love the look of what we've seen so far in terms of a visual sense. Like, it looks stunning, so much lens flare, it's gorgeous. But I, you know, I know that they've, been approaching it that they they don't want people who've never played a Mass Effect game to go into Andromeda and feel like oh we're not gonna understand the world they really want to see this as a clean break and a new field and I'm intrigued yeah. it's like how new that's gonna be what's gonna be different are we gonna feel fatigued in any way like I yeah I'm intrigued to see what that'll be all right uh, Stuart Kirkman writes in saying next year is going to be fantastic because Guardians 2 Red Dead 2 whoop South whoop. Park Fractured but hole. hole. That's right. Fractured yes. um, butthole. Uh, Persona 5. Oh, man. It feels like Persona has been coming for so long because if you follow Andrew Goldfarb on Twitter. I oh, know. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, hello, Shut it, God. He used to listen to the IGN UK Did podcast he? before he worked at IGN. Really? Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, hey, Goldfarb, if you still listen. And then uh, Iron Fist, which I know that Chris. <laughs> I thought that was someone who wrote in. I was like, what? What is Iron Fist looking forward to in 2017? Well, I, know, I don't know much about it, but I know that Chris and Krupa had a running gag on the Super Hero show. They did. Trying to that fist different celebrities. in 2016 yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we've got Ross Higgins saying, looking forward to getting invited to a hip party and taking my Nintendo Switch. Yes, Who Ross. Who needs craft gin when you've yes, got Pikmin? Ross. So true. That's Was that like a r- rhyme? Like, who needs craft gin when you've when got, you've got Pikmin? Pikmin? Like, I think that might have been what he was going well, are for. Are you going to build that into the next who um, needs, Team Rocket? Yeah. Song? Who needs craft gin when you got Pikmin at a party with the Switch? Not going to snitch. <laughs> Done. There you go. <laughs> um, Kyle Chester Marsden is looking forward to the 400th episode Ooh. podcast party in and around the beginning of September. Has he worked that out? Has he worked out? When? Has he like done well, that? He's done our mind, job for us. Yeah. Bearing in mind, there are approximately 52 episodes a year. Uh-huh. And we've just done 350 in back no, in October. No, we did. We did we've just because the last podcast was like 360 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but so like 350 would have been yeah. in October. 
So it's, it's basic, yeah. basic maths. Yeah. I trust. I trust. Kyle. Which I trust I trust Kyle. With. It's around the same time every year. So, but no, he's done a great job of working it out. Roy. He has. If you want to get the venue as well, that would be amazing. <laughs> well done, Kyle. If, if you could sort out, you know, promotions, <laughs> get the venue sorted, yeah. and all the kind of technical yep. stuff, that would yep. be grand. That would be great. Much. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, Tremio official. I don't think that's on Twitter. Running. Uh, says Little Nightmares, mm. which I don't yeah. know that much about. Yeah. That's a Bandai Namco game, I believe. No, no, no. He, he says I don't usually get excited about indie games, but I'm really intrigued. By is, that uh, that's not with, is that not with Bandai Namco? Little Ooh, Nightmares. I'm gonna look it up right now. Up now. Oh, but uh, I will check that out. Thank you. Uh, I actually have a Little Nightmares keyring, uh, which Gav Gav gave me. Well, you guys had gone to an event, and he came back, and he was like, Alicia, this keyring is for you. I think you'll really, really like this game. And um, yeah, and I've still literally still got it. It's it, like, and it's so true. I looked at the trailer and was immediately like, I am so playing that. That looks gorgeous. And I know. What kind of game is it? It's, it's like a indie kind of horror mm. abstract. It's very weird. Like you basically play as this <coughs> little creature that moves through. I believe it's like it's like um, worlds kind of inspired by children's nightmares. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you know, the, the really terrifying. heavily stylized. Because have you ever thought about write, writing the marketing blurb for games? Yeah. Really good. I think it's about something <laughs> about a dark soul. <laughs> <laughs> I know the suspense was killing everyone, and it is a Bandai Namco game. So, yeah, I know. Don't worry. Don't worry. But are they, are they publishing it? And then an They're indie, publishing, and yeah. An so it's an indie developer. Yeah. is going to be making it. Cool. Yes, but it looks very cool. Looks very, very cool. Uh, Chris Walker. Who? That is a character from Outlast. So the main baddie in Outlast is telling us that he is most excited for the Final Fantasy 30th anniversary news. Double exclamation mark. Christopher Walker. Mm. Yeah. Simon Morris is looking forward to what Microsoft exclusives are planned next year, especially with the Scorpio on the horizon. So Crackdown? Crackdown. Do you think we'll see another Halo? I think it's too early. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, well... Mmm... We'll get I don't know if we'll get. Six. I don't think we'll get one in 2017. Maybe announcements towards another one in 2018. What else have they got? What other big Microsoft games? Because you won't get another Gears because that's just came year. out. What Gears, Halo? Those are the only ones the I Forza. really play. Forza. The Forza. Forza Motorsport. Whatever yeah. it is, will definitely come out. But yeah, they're going to have to have something. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Mm. And then finally, Stu Horton says, "Doesn't matter because they're having their first baby in February." So uh, he says, "Goodbye, pop culture. It's been fun." Aww. And I can say that's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not like if so. If, if your baby is due in February, then maybe by the time that Red Dead comes out, you'll be settled enough to start getting some uh, gunsling yeah. in it. Kind Stu, of terrible I would... timing for Horizon Zero Dawn, though, which comes out in March. Well, so the, yeah, the reason I didn't play the original Red Dead was because it came out while I was on uh, paternity oh, leave. No so literally the worst time it could have happened. Which is ironic really because John reason. Marston is a great father and he would have taught you some great <laughs> lessons really? about how to protect your family from gunmen. Which is something I have needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're training up your kids to be the gunman with well, no, just, having just, a sniper rifle well, to get well, a double decker from just the local get me shops. A double decker duo from the, from the, from the Tesco uh, uh, petrol station. Right, yeah. Anyway, 
uh, that is it uh, for yep. uh, well this podcast and also for 2017 2016 crazy, oh. crazy so one more thing before we finish we have two signed posters to give away for the Assassin's Creed movie uh, signed by Michael Fassbender Marion Cotillard and Justin Kurzel who's the director to win these fantabulous prizes all you need to do is email into okay I always get this wrong is it IGN underscore UK, UK feedback. feedback at IGN.com IGN. yes boom Nailed do that and tell us what is the name of the character that Michael Fassbender plays in the movies obviously include your name your address your age all of that malarkey all of the things yeah. so uh, we email can address and your phone number um, we just need to get in contact with these people that's all oh. we don't want oh, to okay. hurt them or, or do anything wrong I will let them know just a warning the name in the movie isn't Assassin Creed uh, I submitted that and apparently that was wrong so I'm I'm out of the comp unfortunately but best of Apollo, just take my knowledge and Apollo Creed's other son yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well a different profession yeah. um, but um, best of luck that is it for uh, this podcast and for this year so uh, happy new year and we will see you in 2017 bye 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 bye